episode five. What, what? Episode five. What, what? Here we go. <laughs> Welcome hey to y'all. Who's Raising Who. Yes, we here. We Glad here. to have you back. I am Dee. I am Moon. We're a mother and daughter team, and we talk about issues that matter to us. Yes. We share with you our views on them, mm-hmm. and we invite mm-hmm. you to share with us your feedback, your thoughts, your views, your passion, so that we can keep the dialogue going. It's going. really about who's raising who, who's bringing awareness, who's bringing consciousness. You can learn from everybody, and that's what our dialogues are showing. I learn from my daughter. My daughter learns from me. You, you can learn, learn from, from us. There we go. <laughs> There we go. Now we're on it. (laughs) Today's topic is actually one that's really close and dear to me. It's personal. And as I have, as you can see, if you're on my timeline on Facebook and the other groups that I'm members of, you'll understand around the issue of incarceration. I am a member of an organization called Miss Mothers of Incarcerated, Incarcerated Sons Society mothers of incarcerated sons society very powerful group that's awesome and there i'm I also i found it on found it on facebook all right facebook and there is also a group called the prison reform movement mm-hmm. very powerful Beautiful. lady by the name of carol leonard real hey, greetings greetings shout out acknowledgement to carol and the work that she's doing we talk about the issue of mass incarceration and there are lots of groups around the country that are involved in this another powerful one in new york is glenn martin formerly an individual who has experienced the um in the who has lived through the experience of incarceration and he is the uh, president of just leadership in new york city so again there are lots of organizations around the country who are focused on this matter yeah, definitely. And, and and over the years it's been growing why because there are more and more people who don't look like us who are coming into direct contact with the criminal justice system and now they're going wait a minute <laughs> this has been happening to y'all this is really bad we have to yeah. do something about All this right. this is what we've been saying for years so the issue around incarceration bigger than the numbers there are over two million people incarcerated in the united states bigger than that's a lot lot of people we have more people incarcerated in the united states than any other country in the world that is the subtitle for land of the free home (laughs) of the brave all right we have more people incarcerated than any country in and I the world. did not even realize that till I did a study abroad trip in Trinidad for like through the criminal justice department and we went to visit a prison in Trinidad and that was one of the statistics you know they were walking us through and they were talking about Trinidad compared to the United States prison system and I had no idea like we have a lot of people oh yeah we do a we lot do of people and what we're not aware of is that in the system whereas other countries switzerland and united kingdom in some instances their focus in some of these other countries is on rehabilitation how right. can we make that what individual it be here better exactly right. what can we do what what's the reason that this happened what's the reason that they're in here and what can we do to address the cause so that they will not go back out and do the same thing but we don't focus on that yeah. we don't even have to go as far as that if we just go up 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 
state a little bit and go over that border called Canada. Canada, I love to refer to as humane Canada because in Canada, when a person gets out of prison, their prison record is expunged. Why? Because Canada says, listen, having done the time, that was your punishment for you to have this record follow that you. carries with you? Yes. Society yeah. will continue to punish you. Yeah. So there are lots of things about the criminal justice system that people just aren't aware of. And we're not going to be able to cover all of them in yeah. this segment. Because in a lot of people's defense, you know, even though there are 2 million people that are incarcerated, a lot of people don't, this is not, this doesn't affect them at all. It's not their world. So if a lot of people can be not even naive to it, but they just don't, they may not know anyone that's incarcerated. So they have no idea that like this whole it's kind of happening over there. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't affect them at exactly. all. Exactly. And I must say, I used to be one of those people. Yeah. I did. did not know did. what that was about. I went to college. I'm educated. I've held great jobs. I have a fabulous job now. I just did not realize this because, again, it's one of those things that you don't realize it unless it directly impacts you. you. Yeah. It's the same thing as mental health. Unless it directly impacts you, alcoholism. Unless it directly impacts you, you don't realize how simply devastating it can be. Yeah. So around and it's not just that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm cut you off. No. But the piece I guess we're going to talk about today is it's not just that person the exactly. whole family exactly that's where i can really talk about yeah when when that time comes and it's everything changes it kind of has to change everything has to adjust and it's rough you're pushed into a different kind of world so one of the things that i learned rough. very early for example going into a prison to do visits when i go to visit my son you never ask what are they in for you never ever ever there's just certain unwritten um, rules of going to visits. You know that when you're in there, everybody is going through that same kind of pain mm -hmm. of having to come there. And the one thing that we all agree on is that there is a stigma that is attached to people who have someone incarcerated because people make judgments. Yeah. As a mom, they look at me and go, well, obviously. Yeah, you, you must know, have done something you wrong. You must have done, or, exactly. You know, da, 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 da. And what I find amazing about this is, and, and, and I think that, I don't know if that contributed in some part to you going to college and, and specializing in criminal justice and pre-law, because of what you saw that you you lived through what we experienced just going to court and the lawyers and the system and not understanding the system and what to say who to ask where to go how to find the answers but one of the most devastating things about it is that we as family members we know the system is broken Very. the criminal justice system is I don't even broken. know why they call it a justice system because it a janky that. system okay, okay. so the the hurtful part about it is that everybody says the system is broken yet so many people as mo said are naive enough to think oh but everybody who's in who's locked up they're guilty must have done and they're criminals right. and they should be locked up no if this part over here is broken then how can the end result be accurate and right yeah how how is that possible yeah. if your calculator is broken how are you still going to get the right numbers you know, if your car is not work, working optimally, then how are you going to say, yes, I'm going to get the best mileage out of it? If something is broken, then the end result cannot possibly be accurate. 
It cannot possibly be right because the thing that is generating that outcome is broken. And that's what it is with our criminal justice system. We're not even going to talk today about the fact that now we've entered into this whole issue of privatization of prisons because now it's a money-making measure. And you cannot, and the, the, the companies that run prisons and get paid for the privatization of prisons, while it may appear to be a savings to the government, the truth of the matter is the only way they can make money is if they have people locked up exactly and after they run out of black people and brown people who are they going to go after next who's left okay who's left it's a business they can't have a whole bunch of empty prisons that's right they need people in there that's right and so it is interesting as i have joined these various groups these organizations i'm looking at the growing numbers between the prison reform uh, prison um prison uh, justice reform movement and um, the Miss Miss Mothers of Incarcerated Sun Society, there are over 45,000 members. Mm -hmm. I did not stutter, 45,000. And so at the end of the day, that is a powerful number because we can make a difference. So to those who may be listening, who understand the criminal justice system, you know exactly what it is that I'm talking about. To those of you who may not understand what the criminal justice system is all about and the impact that it has, it impacts, as Mo said, the family members. We're incarcerated too. We're doing the time. So imagine those who are serving life and double life. All right. This now, and how it affects the family is, you now have to factor in visits. Yes. You now have to factor in, if you have kids, if anyone watches Real Housewives of Atlanta, Phaedra's husband went to prison in another state yeah. and she had two small children. So now she has to factor in, okay, I have to take my, do I take my kids to a prison? Her kids are like one in four, you know, something, her kids are really young. So it's like, okay, do I take my, I don't want them to not see their father, but this now we're going to have to travel and there's a cost to another involved. state. Right. So now that's money. Phone system. Let's not even get that's into that. That's super expensive. That's a to racket. Make these phone calls. That's a whole other. That's business a racket. That's a other another that money making business. Exactly. Piece. So and then what you wear when you get to the prison. So you could drive to the next state over. You get there and you may have on something that in those rules you can't. For example, wear. you We've can seen drive that plenty of times. You can drive a hundred miles and you have on an underwire bra, woman. You know what I'm talking about. And you get there and they go, your bra is setting off the metal detector. So now you can't get your visit. So now you can't get your visit. And guess what? You can take the bra off, but you're gonna have to leave the bra in the car. You may say, not a big deal. Didn't you get a ride up there? Not if it's a public vehicle where it's a minivan. Yeah, that some people like carpool. Passenger, to, right, oh, and right. they carpool. So it's all of these factors. And then you're talking about paying twenty dollars per person right to be able to go to the visit so if it's a family of four that's eighty dollars how much money are you going to be able to set aside to fork out to see this person so now we're talking about human contact here because now you want to be able to be able to just see the person to touch the person to let them know that they're still loved and they're remembered but now you have to pay per person and then when you get up there if there is something that's happened at the facility and it's in lockdown, you don't get the visit. And right. they're just like, I'm sorry, we had a situation. There's a lockdown. There are no visits. Trust me, they do not call you to say, they don't, don't send out come an email today. blast. Okay. Right, y'all. <laughs> don't come today. Prison's closed. So it's a lot of these things that we don't know. Like my brother reminded me one time, I'm not staying at the Hilton. <laughs> you know, like, there's no email blast out. There's no, like, 
comforters or exactly right now they don't have we hot just water. spoke to him and he said you know they don't have hot water it's we're like, on the okay. east coast it is 40 it's degrees cold. outside there's no water and another thing is even with phone calls you kind of have to you have to when that phone call comes in you have to adjust whatever it is that you're doing to take those 30 minutes to talk or whatever the case may be like you have to your, your life, life changes. Change. Your life changes because yeah, now you change. can't call the person back. The person cannot leave you a message on voicemail. So it's not like, hey, sorry I missed you. When the phone call comes through, somebody has to accept the call by pressing a button. So if your voicemail comes on, your loved one can't say, hey, you know, sorry I missed Just you. Say, this hey. is what's going on. No. Right. If you're not there to press that zero or nine, whatever the number is, to be able to accept the call, That's they it. don't get the call. And what they hear on the other end is your party has not answered. So it requires really being very strategic about how you get these phone calls. We're not even going to talk about it. Then, well, yeah, let's talk about it. Then Go there's ahead. the whole issue Check of writing letters and yeah. the communication piece. There's some prisons that you can't have certain color paper go in there. You can't there. send cards. You can't send greeting, <laughs> greeting cards. <laughs> Maryland it's has cut so out much. greeting cards, so you can't send a greeting card. That's one of the reasons that I created postcards. I made postcards because, again, I don't have time to buy postcards that are going to be inspirational and inspiring. I'm sending a message. I have a very small space in which to do it, so I've created my own line of postcards that I use that you can send a positive message. It gives a little color to their very limited space, and you have managed to reach out and touch. Right, small little... Little, little things, right. very little things. It's another world in there. Many, many of the guys in there have said to me, it's just like being on the street, except we're behind bars. Yeah. It's a whole underground movement that goes on in there, and you have to be careful about how you're advocating for them in there, because if you call up the caseworker or you keep calling the warden's office, you will piss off the CO and guess who they're going to take it out on? That Your loved one who is you in no there. You have no idea. You will have no idea Got to be on. careful. Yeah. Got to be careful. So there's so many things that it requires you having to learn. And then once you get it down pat, boom, bam, they move them to another facility. Right. Guess what? They, they have a whole new set of rules. Whole new set of rules. A new... Whole new set of rules. Because yeah. each warden runs their prison like their fiefdom. It's their world between the warden, the assistant warden, the chief of security. Yeah, they make world. the rules. Right. They make the rules. And so I know that one CO told me, COs, meaning correctional officers, they're not the ones that run prisons. It's those the inmates. inmates are yeah. the ones who run the prisons because they're the ones, the residents, they're the ones who decide if it's going to be peaceful. They're the ones they who decide if something. everything's going to go smoothly because yeah. those COs are outnumbered. It is not one to one. <laughs> it's not even 10 to one. Yeah. And now so, the prisons are even more overcrowded these and days. And it's overcrowded. So, yeah. And it's overcrowded. Let me tell you something. Even the best trained dog, you keep kicking that dog, that dog will bite your ass. So when you're talking about the way that you treat the individuals that are in prison, you talk about, well, this is what they did. Were you kicking them like they're a dog? Yeah. Were you kicking them and treating them badly? And when you talk about come back, come into society, many of them were never in society to begin to with. Begin so when you're talking about re-entering society, how can you go back to a place that you weren't in to begin with? Yeah. So and then you go into prison and you don't learn a lot of the tools that 
if if before you didn't have the tools to function in society, why do they then think that you going into prison, isolating you from the world, exactly. throwing you back into prison will all of a sudden make you a functioning member, member of, of society. society? They've given you no tools and all you have is that mindset that you had when you were went in and it might even be worse now. That's right. Because you know it's every man for themselves and and this isn't to say that every single person in prison is innocent. We don't need prison. We do. There are people that do belong in there. Yes. But we are talking about the just astronomical rate that people are being tossed in there getting 20 years for selling drugs. Selling marijuana that is not that's now legal. In exactly. Like it's like, okay, that... They stole a loaf of bread, three strikes and you're out. So the first time, they stole some food. The second time, they stole some toilet paper. The third time, they actually stole a napkin. And they said, you know what? In the three, three strikes and you're out states, you're now serving life. Really? Yeah. If you look at the items, it was about survival. Yeah. But we didn't look at what they did or why. We simply looked at, that's what the rule says. We've also, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of these politicians too, be aware of who they are in your jurisdictions. They're calling for truth and sentencing. Truth and sentencing for people who are not aware means that if someone gets sentenced to 20 years, there's no longer that 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 question of parole. There's no longer that issue of good conduct for them to be able to come home early. Truth and sentencing means you serve day for day the sentence that you're handed down by the courts and the judges, when you go to minimum sentencing rules, the judges no longer have the option, <coughs> excuse me, of rendering the sentence that they think is, is fair. They are instead limited by what the court says, the law says, that they must give for a sentence. So if a minimum sentence for a charge is 10 years, and the judge, if he were making the opinion, may have said, you know what, we'll give you five. The judge no longer has that because now they have mandatory minimums. Absurd. Mandatory minimums. Which is just another way to keep people in there longer. <laughs> exactly. And another thing with, the fa with you know, having a family member that is incarcerated is when people ask. This has been a hard part for me. When people ask or people that may have known your family member before they went in. So those first couple times in the last, like, oh, hey, where's, you know, where's your brother? brother. And you're like, oh, well, you don't want people to look at you like. You know they're going to judge. You know they're, they're going know to they're judge. Gonna judge. So you're like, okay, what? What do I say? I say? How should I handle this? Because I don't want them to think <coughs> he's a bad person. I don't want them <coughs> to think that. Excuse me. You okay? Yeah. Oh, oh my right God. Now. I'm going to pray for you. Some water? Okay. All right. I don't want them to think negatively of my... You just don't... No one ever wants to be judged. You don't want people to look at you funny and sideways. But that was a rough thing for me. It's like, okay, now what do I... What do I say? What do I tell people? And even now when people ask, like, okay, when's he coming home? Like, it's just weird. Just answering the questions... So let me people like kind of treat you differently after. So, so here's some here so and and so what I'm about to say is what we will talk more about when we get to our um, last segment of ways to raise. There are just some phrases that you can claim. When people ask me how he's doing, I say he's doing great. Yeah. Because you know what he is. Because at the end of the day, 
we just got off the phone with him. He was laughing. He says, I'm going out in the yard. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go chill. I'm going to get something to eat. At the end of the day, I know for a fact, Trayvon Martin's mother would have wanted to be able to get that phone call. I know that, is it Tamir Rice? They would have wanted to get that phone call. So I know that given a choice between getting that phone call, given where he is and <coughs> being able to have the conversation with him, it's either have the conversation there or visit him at a gravesite. I know that they would want to switch places with me to be able to hear their son's voice on the phone. And so it's a matter of choices. It's a matter of going, well, you know, I didn't have a choice in this, but since this is what I'm dealing with and this is where it is, then let me handle it in this particular way. So when people ask how your brother is doing, tell them he's doing fine. How's he doing? He's great. Because you know what he is in comparison to where he could be and in comparison to where others are, given how many young people have been killed. Look at Michael Brown. I'm sure his mom would have liked to have gotten a telephone call from him, but she's not going to get that. She will never get that again. So I am forever grateful for, <coughs> could he be at a great, in, in, at a cemetery? Yes. Is he at a cemetery now? No. What's going so, on today? I don't know. It's just a coffin thing. So plus this is a topic that does choke you off. Okay. You know? it does like squeeze the living daylights out of you. Uh -huh. So as more and more people become aware of this issue of incarceration, as more and more people become aware and live, live the impact of it. Those of you who have not, I would not wish it on you for anything in the world. And those of you who are living it, I'm living it with you. We are living, living it, it with, with you. you. That's very true we are right there with you and people also have certain ideas about how people who have a son in prison or a brother in prison should look i don't know if they expect you to be down and out or indigent or um can't do have any known verb agreement can't put a sentence together they come to conclusions about this yeah. and they would be amazed to find out that that person that they've been sitting beside in their office that judge that's sitting up there that that judge has someone who's incarcerated too that lawyer has someone who's incarcerated a police officer because of the rate at which we're locking up people in the united states everybody well let's not go everybody one out of i think it's either three or five people know someone who is incarcerated. Yeah, I believe that. Either directly connected to them or, you know, or know someone who's incarcerated. And given that there are millions of people in the United States, that is a super sad commentary on our society and who we are as a people and how the rest of the world views us. I agree. And until incarceration starts to impact your everyday life you really don't have any idea of what this battle is and why there are so many of us who are saying we have to sound the alarm because this cannot continue and for those of you who haven't been in it you're going how bad could it be you have no idea yeah. you just don't that's a word you just don't you have word. no idea if you want to hear more about this, please reach out to us. Let us know any questions that you have. Yeah, and we will have to be do a part two on this. Happy. One. We may Another have to. We may time. have to. If you're interested in hearing more about this particular topic, 
uh, please reach out to us on Facebook. Yeah. Reach out to us on our, uh, send us an email, who's raising who, who is raising who at gmail.com. And that will take us into Break It Down. Break It Down. So, this week, I'm going to do, um, okay, so, for those of us, first of all, let's explain what Break It Down is. Oh, yes, in case you missed last week's episode. episode. That's right. Break It Down is where we say, we take a particular topic, mm-hmm. an item, an issue, it could be in the news, but just something for each of us, and we break it down to make it more easily understood. Right. Just from our viewpoint, so we take something we, we feel on our sphere, whatever is moving us, and we take it, we talk about it, and break down why we feel The way that way, we do. The exactly. The way that we do about that thing. We're trying to bring a, a different perspective to it. We're trying to show another angler aspect of it. So, for uh, this week, if you were on Twitter, there was this really popular... Um, hashtag going around called trap cover and it was um, if you're familiar with the term black twitter it was black twitter doing covers of songs so they were taking like sweet home Alabama and putting it to like a Migos beat or something to that effect and it all started because um, beloved people that are the color of rice you guys decided to. It's a good one. You know? White rice. White rice. Not brown, brown rice. Not brown, brown rice. Okay. The white rice. Okay, fine. So, you guys decided to t- do cover. Now, covers are, covers are really popular on YouTube. I get it. But you guys decided to do covers of two songs that y'all should have left alone. Okay? All alone. Leave it alone. You did covers of Beyonce's Formation. Step away. And then you did covers of Rihanna's work. Now, Rihanna's from Barbados. Step away. They have their own dialect. They have their own accent. Their own accent. Yes. Is it accent or dialect? It's accent. accent. A- dialect is like patois. Accent is Bayesian accent versus Jamaican accent oh, versus okay, Guyanese accent. So they have their own accent. accent. Mm-hmm. And so in the song, Work, Rihanna sings. Most of the words are in that accent. So when when the people of rice were doing their covers of that song they were taking her accent and making it into like it t- it took away from the essence of the song because they weren't able to pronounce the words the way that she the way that the words. she did so then they did it in this so she go try me i deserve you try me i deserve you it's like no that's not what she said <laughs> no stop Bye. she didn't say it like that she didn't say it like that and so, especially with Beyonce's formation, it was very strange to see white people sing about, or sing, I like my Negro nose and Jackson 5 nostrils. What is what Beyonce says in formation? Now, this is what I'm going to say. Break it down. I'm going to break it down. I get, I, actually, I don't, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to say I get where y'all were trying to go with it. Y'all were trying to do covers, whatever. I want to let y'all know that not every song is going to be for you Hello. and does not have to be made into a cover. It's okay. It, it, it would have been fine for you to not do, don't do things just for the sake of doing for them. For the sake of doing them. Because 
as harmless as covers are, the song, especially Formation, when Beyonce was talking about I Like My Negro Nose and Jackson 5 Nostrils, if you don't have not a half a Negro nose or a little bit of a Jackson 5 nostril, if you got a Jackson 1 nostril, then you shouldn't be singing those lyrics. That song's not for you. So, that, and that's Preacher. fine. It's okay. Keep it. You just, just leave it alone. Step just back. Scroll past, just scroll Step past back. it. She you has a whole lot of other songs. Beyonce has years of songs. Pick years one. Years of songs you could have picked Pick from. one. No need for you to take your banjo and ukulele <laughs> and get on the YouTube and your little microphone and go, hey, record me singing Beyonce's formation. No. Don't do it. Let it go. Don't do it. Pick another song. Don't do it, dude. Pick dude. another song. Don't do it. <laughs> There's so many songs. We just want, just let us have this one song, this one moment. And and Rihanna, my good Rihanna has years of songs. She has she now has more number one singles on the Billboard than Michael Jackson. Hello. Rihanna has a plethora. Okay. Pick one. Plethora. Of songs that you could have said, you know what? Hmm. I'm gonna take my guitar and I'm gonna get on the YouTube and I'm gonna record this song. Don't do work. You can't sing with that accent and it let takes, it go. So it takes away from it, right? It takes away from it. That and bad. I know y'all like to always be involved in things and you guys don't know what it feels like to not be you y'all don't like being told you can't be involved in certain things and be in certain places it feels weird to y'all because y'all have access to everything anywhere at any time i am here to let you know break it down that you need to leave formation alone step back you don't have a negro nose it's it long and pointy and that's fine that's okay that's fine that's right if you would have changed it i like my long nose and pointy pointy nostrils <laughs> maybe that would have been a little better. But that's not what you did. You had the nerve to hit record and say, I like my Negro. No Come on now. Come on. That song's not for you, and that's fine. So please, please, anyone that loves doing YouTube covers, don't do Beyonce's formation, and don't do Rihanna's work. Leave it alone. Y'all got Cotton Eye Joe and Sweet Home Alabama and... But Benny and the Jets. Y'all love Benny and the Jets. Take it. And I love those songs. I too. love Benny and the I Jets. I love Benny but and the Jets. Just, just, just stay in your lane. This isn't your ministry. Just stay in your lane. Everybody okay. got a lane. And now you're swerving all over 95. Find yours. Stay in your lane. And we're, we're not mad about this. We're not. We're just giving some advice. Just, not everything is for y'all. Break it down. Just want you to understand. Okay, happy Black History Month. Hello. Oh, well, it's not Black History Month anymore. Black it's History Year. Black, it's Black History Month every month. Every month. All right. Break it down. What's so, Mo, my breakdown is this. There have been comments around the whole issue of Black Lives Matter. All right. And I am very cognizant of people going, all lives matter, all lives matter. I don't support Black Lives Matter movement because... All lives matter. Let me break it down for you. Take it there. Look at the t-shirt. Black lives matter. Three words. The truth of the matter is, if we were to add black to black lives matter as much as everybody else's lives, 
that's too many words to fit on the t-shirt or a poster for you to be able to focus on the first three, which is Black Lives Matter. So what we are saying is Black Lives Matter just as much as white lives, Asian lives, Indian lives, all lives, just as much as all lives. That's what we're saying. And the shortened version of that is Black Lives Matter. So whenever you see Black Lives Matter, fill in just as much as everybody else's lives because that's exactly what we mean. Pro-black does not mean anti-white. Exactly. And you keep confusing the two consistently. So for all of you who went to college that your mom paid for or that you paid your student loans for, put that college education to good use and process this. Black Lives Matter is short for Black Lives Matter just as much as everybody else's lives right. because that's what we mean it means our lives are not less valuable because we are black and that's exactly it that's and it. the reason that we had to come that's to that it. particular juncture was because of what has been put out there the way that we're being treated right where you're disregarding us as if our lives don't, don't matter. matter you're locking right. us up as if we don't need to be a part of society you are killing us as if it doesn't matter that's why we said black lives matter so yes we too went to college and we understand that in marketing you have to focus on what's the message that you want to get across and you don't put it out there in such a way that it is going to be forgotten or people will be distracted by other words that are therefore added to it so now that i am broken this down for you if you're going to make the comment that you don't support black lives matter movement i invite you to find a different reason other than because all lives matter right miss me with that all lives we know that we're clear about that the point is are you clear about that for because for you to say all lives matter means you're missing the point right so if you're going to say again that you don't support black lives matter i'm going to break it down for you Pick another reason other than the fact that all lives matter. We got that. We always knew that. We've been saying that. You all are the ones who haven't been demonstrating that you understand that. Demonstrate that you understand it. Find out about the Black Lives Movement and what it really means. And then, if you still don't want to support it, that's fine. But come up with a legitimate reason other than because all lives matter. Because we already know that. And please stop saying that Beyonce is anti-police. You know what? I'm going to talk about Beyonce in another episode, Queen B, because y- y'all keep coming for the queen. Listen. Don't do it now. Listen. And at the end Don't of the day, it. here's the deal. The more you keep hitting out against these issues in the way that you're doing it is the more evident your ignorance is blaring it's at just us proving that we need just, to talk about you, it even you don't know right. you obviously don't understand right. because for you to be coming back with the comments and the rhetoric and the hatred that you're coming back with it is just a big neon sign that you're holding up going clueless and proud stop being clueless All right. like stop being clueless break it down we hope this has been insightful for you because it's certainly been insightful <laughs> for us there. Okay. All right. And now moving to our last segment of Ways to Raise. So this segment is 
on ways to raise. Mm -hmm. Our raise method of this segment is mantras. Mantras are actually words of affirmation. It's something that you say over and over again and the purpose behind it is really for you to say it until you believe it because when you believe it then you start living it. So a mantra is a group of words that you're saying over and over again to evoke that feeling of belief within yourself so that what you are claiming then manifests in your life. And you can use it for any area, any aspect. For a financial situation, if you want more finances, if there is a particular job that you're going after, if there is a change in circumstance, a change in a home condition, if you want to affirm. The thing that I would say about mantras, and this is just for anything, when you're talking about claiming something for yourself or or trying to block something for someone else, never use it for negativity. When you put something out of the universe that's negative, it's like a boomerang. It comes back to you and it will come back twice as hard. So when you're using mantras, don't chant in the name of, oh, I'm chanting to bring evil, harm, hurt, or pain to another person. Use the mantras in such a way that you are evoking good feelings you're evoking well-being you're invoking bringing prosperity health and good vibrations into your life and into the lives of those around you and those that you want to touch and interact with so some of the mantras that have worked for us have been the universe is the source of my supply my every need it satisfies Mine is, this is one I say every single day, throughout the day, I am enough. And that is actually excellent because that is, that is actually a very steady, self-affirming. Yeah. You're enough to get through any circumstance, any situation. I want to change this, but I don't think I'm good enough or strong enough or tall enough or smart enough or pretty enough, whatever. I am enough. That is something I say throughout the day, all the time. Yeah, and I saw on Pinterest, it was some little cute idea where you can get, uh, like, post-its. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I do that sometimes, and I'll write different mantras down and just post them, like, around, like, on my mirrors in the bathroom mm-hmm. or in my room or, like, on the on the door before you leave just to so you're reminded of it. And another good thing that you could do is there are so many wonderful software apps that you can download on your phone. Record one. Record a mantra so that if you're ever having that moment where you may not remember if it's a lot of words and you're not able to remember the order of the words or the exact thing that's being said, play it back. Play it for yourself so that you can remind yourself about that. And if you have a good collection of them, you can just take a moment 10 seconds 15 20 seconds and just listen to them it makes all the difference in the world another one that's really really great that i use very often is simply i surrender i surrender whenever that negative thought is coming at you and heaven knows that life will bring them you're worried about a bill how you're going to pay the rent how you're going to pay the mortgage how you're going to make the car payment where you're going to get the lunch money from for the kids how you're going to put gas in the car 
you simply go, I surrender. You gave me that quote on my bookshelf. Is the prayer of Javin? Yes. And that has a really good, it's just like four yes. lines. That's a really good. Um, it, it says, oh God, that you would bless me indeed, that you would enlarge my territory, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain, nor pain be caused unto me. I think I added the pain be caused yeah, unto me, that I may not cause pain. So the power of uh, Jabez is actually a very powerful prayer. And for those who are of the Christian faith, the power of Jabez or the prayer of Jabez is, is actually one that comes from the Bible. And it's because the name Jabez means pain that may be inflicted. And it means to bring pain and to bring harm because that's the space Jabez's mother was in when Jabez, um, Jabez, when Jabez was born. So again, if you choose those words that will help you to picture and to envision that which you want to manifest, it will come. It comes by repetition, and the repetition of the words is what causes that belief to strengthen and to grow so that that which you're claiming shows up in your life. So again, the ones that have worked for us, I surrender. The universe is the source of my supply. My every need, it satisfies. Yeah, that's like Whatever that need is, the universe will satisfy it. And this is another thing, too, that I want to leave you with when it comes to the mantras. Another one that's extremely powerful is simply thank you. Why? Because sometimes the thing that we don't get is for our highest and greatest good. And it's only after we don't get it that we're able to go, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so glad that ABC, XYZ did not happen. If you can give thanks ahead of time, you would be surprised at how well it accelerates your blessings because you get it. In that moment, you're saying thank you. Thank you universe that I was delayed. Thank you that my car broke down. Thank you that I had to turn back for my keys. In that moment, you may not realize that it saved you from an accident that was up the street. It may have saved you from getting on a train that crashed. It may have saved you from being in the intersection when that car ran through the intersection. So again, even delays, give thanks. Your flight was delayed. The train was delayed. You missed your bus. You missed your plane. Give thanks. Because you never know what that one moment saved you from. All right, now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who is Raising Who. You can find us on Facebook and like our page, Who is Raising Who. Send us your emails, your own affirmations. Um, again, we talked about last week. If you want a candle kit, we were talking, mentioned our botanicas. Yes. If you needed a white candle, a seven-day white candle, and there's no botanica near you, you can email us at whoisraisingwho at gmail.com, and we can put together a little kit and send them to you. We're also going to be doing a video that will show you the candles that are available, what we use them for, and how we use them. Again, this is all about tapping into the universe and enhancing what's already there. Yeah, so definitely reach out to us. And we are on Twitter, actually if you're into Twitter at um, who is raising who and iTunes who's raising to iTunes and SoundCloud of course which we will always post on Facebook 
We'd love to hear from you. Thank sure. you for joining us again at Who's Raising Who. I am D. And we hope to hear from you. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.